And so it begins. Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number One, Part One for 2023. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Magazine, our free magazine on Flipboard and on the web. Want to cut through all the noise and find out what you can do with your Apple gear? Mac Voices Magazine focuses on just that, aggregating the best how-to articles and information. Get it by searching for Mac Voices in the Flipboard app or visiting macvoices.com magazine. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's that time of year again when we start to gather our friends together, help you with some of your shopping ideas, and just we get to have a good time seeing each other and enjoying recommending some gifts for you. So this is Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number one. We do multiple of these. So if we if we don't happen to find something that strikes your fancy, don't worry, there will be more. The rules are pretty simple. Um, we ask our panelists to take make four gift picks. We do four rounds, one gift per round per person, and talk a little bit about why they are recommending it. And then, of course, the rest of us get to pick on them about it. Um, we do our best not to repeat things between panels. So, you know, we always let subsequent panels know what has already been picked. That means that each subsequent gift guide gets just a little bit tougher because the low hanging fruit has already been picked. And that's why it's always kind of interesting to see who can fill out the surveys quick enough and get the first slots. And so we have three all-stars that did exactly that because within just a few hours of me posting this, we have our first gift guide. Let's find out who's here and get to it. Uh, taking my screen as it appears, uh, I'm not sure how yours will look. Uh, Mr. David Ginsburg is here. David, happy holidays. Good to see you. Happy holidays to you, Chuck. Thanks for having me. This is, I always look forward to this every year. It seems like I've been doing this for a long time, and I love being on your uh, gift guides every year. So let, uh, let's have some fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. You know, these are some of the most popular shows of the year, but they're also some of the most fun because yeah. we're not picking on anybody or passing judgment, <laughs> or at least not seriously passing judgment. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, next up, looking like he just came in from shoveling snow, Mr. Jeff Gamut. <laughs> Jeff, what's with the scarf? It's as close as I could come to uh, looking festive for the holidays. Um, I just kind of panicked. It's all I've got, man. <laughs> all right. Well, there's no need to panic. We're all friends here. Speaking of friends, Mike T. Rose has joined us. Mike, thank you so much for making the time. It's great to see you. I'm so glad I could be here, and thank you for, for bearing with my scheduling challenges. Chuck, of course, did say he sent out the survey and and people jumped on it, but some of us jumped on it and then forgot that we might have volunteered ourselves for this particular <laughs> slot. So I had, I had to rush away from a from a business dinner that had inter, interposed itself atop the gift guide. Very glad to be here, though. It's probably not near as, nearly as much fun as we'll have here, right? I, I, I would imagine not. I don't know. They were on dessert and drinks when I left, so God knows what they've gotten up to by now. Yeah. <laughs> no good. Maybe. That's what they're up to. Oh, God. Yeah. They're up to no good. Maybe it's better that you're not there to witness it. 
for legal reasons, you're probably correct. (laughs) (laughs) Story of my life. Oh, we know, Jeff. We know. Um, So let's uh, let's get to it. Um, And if it's okay with you, gentlemen, I'm just going to keep the same order. Um, I will pick up the the tail end. So, David, that gives you the first pick of this year's holiday gift guide. Uh, yeah, thanks, Chuck. For uh, I will uh, give you my very first pick here, um, and I'm start. I'm going to start off with a uh, um, one that uh, I've picked uh, uh, over this year, but I, I think is still worthy um, of a, uh, a a good mention. And this is an anchor uh, battery, um, and uh, I have it here in front of me. Uh, this is the anchor uh, twenty four thousand milliamp. I'll put that on my camera here. That's the that's the battery here, and uh, it uh, it is uh, it, it does uh, 65, watt, 65 watts of charging. It's the power core, so it's the most up to date anchor. It's got the USB C charging. I've had all these uh, these batteries over the years, and you always have those USB micro USB plugs, but I can't stand the charging those those old ones. So now I got this new one. It's a pretty good heavy size, not too terribly bad, but uh, but it'll charge an iPhone, an iPad. It'll charge Apple Watch. It'll charge your your MacBook. Uh, uh, Sixty five watts. It'll do your MacBook Air for sure. And, you, and you, in a pinch, you could do your MacBook Pro. Um, Anchor, as we all know, makes great batteries. Very fast charging, which is nice. Um, it's a two in one, so you can do uh, sixty five watts on one jack, or it splits it between forty five and twenty on on if you have two things uh, charging at once. Again, twenty four thousand milliamps, which is enough power for about almost five charges in an iPhone. Uh, so good, good to have it with you. So there's tons of batteries out there, but I think Anchor is a solid choice uh, for a gift, and it's not too terribly expensive, right around sixty bucks. Very nice, very nice. So you cross country flights uh, galore, and you won't have any trouble at all. Yeah, well worth it. Good. Yeah. Anchor, Anchor always shows up on the gift guides at least once, usually yep. multiple times. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Jeff, this is your first pick of this year's gift guide. What do you got for us? Well, uh, uh, you know me, so you probably have several ideas already of what at least sort of, sort of category I'm going to go into, but, but you're wrong. Uh, I'm bringing you a book. And it's an amazing book. Okay. So um, this is called The Mysteries, and it's by Bill Watterson and John Cash. Bill Watterson is a name that you probably recognize. He's the the artist that that did Calvin and Hobbes. Mm -hmm. And so he has written an adult fairy tale. And this book... um, let me just flip it open to a page. Doesn't matter which page. All the art's beautiful, and wow. uh, so it's the the story of um, um, this this uh, fantasy kingdom where it's under some curse or you know, something like that, and the king sends out all of his knights to find the uh, the fix for uh for their plight and none of them return until years later one comes back and and that's all i'm going to say because i don't want to do say do or say anything that would spoil the story for you it's it's not a long book uh but it's it's an adult fairy tale 
And so it is an adult picture book. And as I say that, I realize how that sounds. It's not what I mean. It is a picture book with a story targeting the adult market. Not There's nothing naughty about this, people, okay? Uh, but it's sure. it's a beautiful little hardback book, and it's $20, although Amazon is selling it for $16.57. Okay, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, that you're right. That just came right out of left field. I had a feeling you weren't expecting that. That's kind of what I was going for. But it's a, it's really cool. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you buy it for yourself as a gift, I, I'm telling you it's okay to do that. Buy yourself a gift. Knowing your um, your background in, in the graphic arts, Anything you recommend along these lines is always going to go a long way because you do have the ability to appreciate the the artistic quality that someone like uh, that gentleman would bring to an adult fairy tale, not XXX fairy tale, but an adult fairy tale. It, it, it's just wonderful. It's a great story, and the book is just beautiful. Nicely done. Nicely done. Mike Rose, what are you going to uh, get us off the ground with? Well, you know, I I was going, I, I couldn't quite decide, like, did I go maximum nerdy, baseline nerdy, or not particularly nerdy at all for the first one? And I think I'm going to go not particularly nerdy at all. And this is this is a product where I can say with confidence that I have actually purchased it at least four times. Uh, so this is the not particularly nerdy product. This is a bag. It is the Rothko Vintage Cannabis Tech Bag, otherwise known as a map case. And it is uh, currently $21.99. I've seen it as low as uh, $15 or $16 in the past. But for $22, you get a bag, which is very simple. It doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles. It's not fancy. It is just a canvas bag with an internal small zipper pocket, perfect for a pair of AirPods, for example, or a pen, um, a, an ample main pocket, which can fit your iPad, your battery pack, your phone, any of your other basic carrying gear, a small outer pocket that can hold sunglasses or whatever else you need, and a zipper that covers the, the first two pockets, the main, the main pocket with the inner additional clothes in her pocket and a flap canvas flap that goes over the, the top shoulder uh, strap that can also be crossbody. This is a very basic bag, but I can tell you the reason I bought this bag so many times is every time I've bought it in the past, my children have stolen it from me. So <laughs> I bought myself one that was a, in the, in the light khaki kids stole it. I bought a black one. Kids stole it. I bought another black one for myself. My kids use them, my, my two daughters both use them as an everyday carry purse or handbag and have them covered in pins and, and decorations. They do wear out after about, you know, four, four plus years of everyday use, but they're $22. You can get yourself another one. And it's a really, really nice bag. It's well-made. Rothko is a brand that's known commonly for 
um, tactical gear and duffel bags and military style equipment and uh, and so forth. This bag is not it's not ostentatious. It's not weird. It's just the perfect size for your tablet or sub notebook uh, and your other carrying stuff. And it is my regular bag that I carry when I'm not carrying my backpack. And I just ordered another one because one of my other picks that I will get to um, made its way through a finally a hole that was worn in the inner zipper pocket and in, inside the lining of the bag, which made it very difficult for me to find. So it's time to replace it, but it will be replaced uh, gleefully because, again, that, that $22 investment definitely lasts several years of, of daily carrying. So the Rothko, uh, Rothko Tech Bag is my recommendation. Mike, I have a question for you because I'm already completely enamored with this bag. (laughs) And I I openly admit that I have a bag problem. Um, (laughs) We all do. do (laughs) We all do, yeah. Um, So uh, what size iPads will this hold? I, I, my regular is an 11 inch pro and it fits fine. I imagine it would also hold the 12 because mine fits with a little bit of slack. Um, But I would, yeah, I'd have to double check that. I think it should hold a twelve, the twelve point nine. Okay. I, I'm. Re- I've managed. Really I've managed from this. time to time to, to like squeeze a squeeze a laptop into it. You can put a you can put a MacBook Air or a thirteen inch MacBook Pro in it. It just won't it won't zip or closed at the top. Okay. But in terms of the overall dimension, it fits. Oh, so it zippers closed at the top along with the flap. Yeah, it zippers closed at the top, and you put the flap over it because that there's that that little. The, the mini pocket in front that is then covered by the flap. And there's a bit of Velcro that keeps the flap closed. Um, yeah. And it does padded, I would say padded interior, which is what it says on the Amazon listing. That's a little bit, uh, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. It's an interior. It's not particularly padded, but it's fine. It's fine for your iPad. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it like you say, it's not ostentatious. You'd see somebody carrying this and never really think that, oh, they've got an iPad or maybe a, a MacBook Air or something in it. So nice pick. Nice pick. Thank you. I'm not sure if you would consider this nerdy or not, um, but I'm going to go upscale a little bit. But in the last few weeks, I've just come to feel really, really strongly about the fact that just about everybody I know should have an Apple Watch. And not just for the fact, not just because it's Apple, but because the Apple Watch offers so many benefits. It, it, it offers the productivity and app benefits. It offers the health tracking benefits. It offers the safety benefits if you fall um, and can summon emergency services for you and notify someone. I did a user group thing the other night and a gentleman was saying that he had just had hip, he had had hip surgery recently. He fell over the I guess his tear his chair tipped over, and mm-hmm. he used his Apple Watch to call his son for help. And it's those kind of things that you know just lead me to say, if you if you don't want the Series Nine, fine, go out and get the Series Eight, or if you can find it, get a Series Seven. But get something that has some of those core safety functionality uh, aspects to it. And, you know, just watch them as new ones come out and see what applies to you. But the simple fact of the matter is that this is not just a watch. 
And it's not just an affectation. It is an honest-to-God safety device. And I know several doctors uh, that I see or friends see that that's one of the first questions they ask is, do you have an Apple Watch? Are you going to get an Apple Watch? You should get an Apple Watch. So if if the Ultra's for you, great. If one of the lower models is great, just make sure you check out all the functionality that comes with the particular model you're selecting and look at it as an investment in your your health and your safety and not just a holiday gift. If I sound preachy, I'm sorry, but it just it, I I really really do feel strongly about it. I, I can't agree with you more, Chuck. I've, I've had the Apple Watch since, just like you, probably since Series Zero, and I I, I just absolutely have loved what Apple has done with the Apple Watch for all over all these years. We're going, we're almost close to nine years since the Apple Watch was introduced, and uh, and it's uh, it's just an incredible it's an incredible uh, device, and I I couldn't go, I don't leave the house ever without having an Ami. Uh, it I definitely agree with you. And there's so many stories we've I've reported and you've reported of of, of uh, uh, helping people when they they're in need when it, when it comes to falling and you know and, and, and all that so yeah definitely good pick. Speaking of I, I I'm sure you guys saw the coverage of this that Daniel Aaron Dilger from Apple Insider also had a had a story of his life being saved by his Apple Watch. Yeah, he was in a he was in a motorbike accident recently and was unconscious and was bleeding, and his watch called nine one one on his behalf and probably saved his life. So that's that's an amazing story. I love hearing those stories. I mean, not that they're they're unfortunate stories, but stories that 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 just what you you can't count any value of what the even though the watch might be a little expensive for some people. I mean, it's well worth it just for that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We've all we've all laughed a little bit that we're living in science fiction future and at times it seems dystopian (laughs) but this is one of those (laughs) yeah but this but this is one of those things that this is the 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 positive side of living in this future that you have the ability to put something like this on your wrist that can do so much for you especially if anything happens to you and you're not able to do it for yourself right so agreed that puts an end to round one so hopefully we ended it on a high note or at least a, a practical note so, Dave, that means you get to take us into round two. Okay, I've I know I've recommended this uh, in, in the past, and I put, I always like my props because I have to bring stuff. The, the Sonos Move. Um, this mm. is the move. This is the original move. I, I've had this uh, probably about th- four, three, four years now. Uh, four years now, uh, and uh, absolutely amazing speaker. The sound is just awesome. So I've got two links here because. Um, Sonos, as we all well know, it makes some absolutely amazing speakers, uh, and they still are selling the Move. The Move is the very first generation of, of the model. That's the one I have, and I'm perfectly happy with it, honestly. And so the price is a little more affordable. But they also came out with a Move Two that just came out recent, just earlier this year, uh, and uh, there there is some good subtle updates to what this has uh, versus the the original Move. The Move 2 moves up into the Bluetooth 5.0. Your connections, you've got a USB-C and a line-in, which is uh, the Move that, that does not have. Uh, the sound on the Move 2 is a much clearer than the predecessor, but I'm telling you, the Move itself is just perfectly fine-sounding. I put this Move into a room, and it, it just amplifies everywhere. It gives me just amazing sound, and it is heavy, but it's it's great to just bring it with you somewhere and just 
crank it out. It's got it. It supports uh, the uh, Amazon Echo built right into it. You can do a uh, the, you can you can do Google device and and have a voice assistant there. And and then it links to so many different music services, including Sonos's own music service. Uh, but you can do Apple Music, you can do Spotify, you can do all these other services linked right into this into the app that will link to your 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 iPhone, and it absolutely works well. I think the sound is I, I just can't say enough about the sound. I think for something like this, is great. The move is down to uh, two ninety nine, so that's a real pretty decent price for a speaker of this level. But I mean, the move two is going to be a little bit more. It's four forty nine, um, but if you're in the market. Um, either one of them is perfectly fine. You want the latest model, you know, go with the Move 2. But I'm perfectly happy with the Move, the, the, the original Move. So you pick. I, got, I gave you two, two of the same speaker, but just new generations. That Sonos is well known for its sound, Dave. So, yeah, those are always good picks. And I've, I've, not, I've not availed myself of the Move or the Move 2, but I have more Sonos speakers around here than I'm willing to admit <laughs> so, so you know jeff are you going audio or are you going to stay with something uh on the printed page no okay <laughs> what <are> you going <laughs> to? all right so uh for this round i'm going for people that uh that enjoy being able to like go under the hood if you will with uh with electronics and uh and enjoy doing that kind of tinker thing whether it's with software or hardware so my pick is the raspberry pi 5 and so it's for those of you that don't know raspberry pi it's a little computer board that you buy and it's fully functional computer and uh, it's about the size of a deck of Uno cards. And everyone knows what size that is. That's like a universal measurement right there. And um, and you take a, a little micro SD card, pop it into this thing, and you can put Linux on it. And, and Raspberry has its own... Uh, GUI operating system, which which is actually pretty nice, so you can use that as well. And then you can get all sorts of accessories from from Raspberry or or from a. I keep saying Raspberry. That's not really the company name, is it? Raspberry Maybe it Pi. is. Um, but anyhow, there's third party uh, companies out there that sell all kinds of accessories. I, I've taken an older Raspberry Pi, the uh, 4, and actually I think it's the 4B, and I plugged an external hard drive to it and installed Plex on it, and I made my own Plex server. And so I've got this little Raspberry Pi sitting off in a corner that's loaded up with my music and movies, and I can uh, access that from... Anywhere in the world, as long as I have a, a internet connection, and uh, and it's kind of cool. So, it the Raspberry Pi is just cool on its own. So this starts at around eighty dollars. Um, here's the downside: if you get someone a Raspberry Pi five for any of the uh, holiday events that involve gift giving between now and the end of the year, you are probably giving them 
a note, a card or whatever that says, you're going to get this in January because it's uh, th- that's when it's expected to start shipping. Um, so if you prefer and you want to give someone a Raspberry Pi where they uh, where they can actually have it in hand uh, right away, then look at the uh, Raspberry Pi 4 um, and I'd say just look at the Model B. Because that's that's the newest model until the five actually ships, and it's I mean it's a cool little box. I'm looking up the price on that one now, and yeah, that one starts at forty five dollars. So we're we're talking about really uh, economical computers, and and these aren't like toys, although you can use them as toys. They're full on computers. And people are using them to do all kinds of really interesting things. I've met a couple people that use a Raspberry Pi as their primary computer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're very capable little machines. I, I've seen people put together um, uh, server clusters that are running Raspberry Pis. Um, uh, people use these for HomeBridge so they can take non-home computers home kit compatible devices and use them on their on their home kit uh network and uh, anyhow so i i've got a few raspberry pis sitting around some are in use some aren't and but they're just great little tools for playing with and experimenting and if you want doing productive things with i've got i've got a it's been it's been sitting in a bin for a while sorry I I got one sitting in this, been sitting in a bin for a few years. So I probably I figured it'd tempt me to pull back out and uh, and tinker again with it because it's a it's a fun little thing here. And, the, and yeah, the Raspberry Pi Four B is only like forty five bucks. I mean, God, yeah, to, to have to, something to play with. I mean, yeah, it'll start adding up if you want to start adding more of the accessories to it and getting an external drive. And I even bought one of those external uh, LCD displays that sits on a stand that you can build a case around it. So oh it's, yeah. It's, there's so much stuff you can you can buy for these things. They're they're kind of fun. They're they're a lot of fun. Yeah. And the great thing is you can't screw up that bad because yeah. if if you like completely trash the operating system in some way that you just can't recover from, yeah. just image uh your your SD card again, start over, or get uh, another yeah. SD card. And I actually have a couple spares that have different versions of operating systems on them so that uh, if if I need to pop one out of one of my uh, pies so that I can do something else, I can, I can leave the one card that was in there for the dedicated thing it was already doing and then pop that back in later on. So you have a lot of versatility for uh, uh, a pretty economical price. Jeff, what's the difference? Um, between the four and the five, is it just what you would expect a little bit faster processor or is there something specific, very specific that you would, that would make you want to wait on the five? Um, it's significantly faster and um, hold on. Let me look and see, do they, do they have a comparison chart? Because that would be kind of cool. But I'm looking. Um, but the, uh, the, the five, um, I mean, it's it, it's like double the speed of the four. Uh, as yeah, PCI, latest press. stuff. 
Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, dual 4K um, ports. Okay. Um, anyhow, there. Wait, wait a minute. Dual 4K ports on on a, a deck of cards yeah. computer for an eighty dollar Raspberry. Yeah, card. that's a riot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yep. a riot. Dual 4K P60 HDMI display output with HDR support. Yep. And it has a HVC decoder built in. Um, yeah. The, 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 the Pi 4 Model B, the 4, 4 gig of memory version is $54.99 from Micro Center, which is, you know, quite reasonable. Yeah. yeah well, a lot of times when you, find, when you find them priced a little bit higher like that, as opposed to $45, it's because they're throwing in a power supply. Mm. But yeah. the, these Probably run not. off of uh, just like... Uh, Micro people, USB for these. For the yeah. yeah I, I've seen yeah. people take um, like like uh, iPad chargers and mm-hmm. plug USB-A to Micro-C or USB-A to USB-C, you know, wh- whatever model they have. And run these off of uh, off of a spare iPad charger. <laughs> Crazy. We are living in the future. We are. Yeah, yeah. We just I just need a time machine to slow time down so I can play with all the toys. That's that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you have uh, to wrap up your your part of round two? Well, for my part of round two, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it pretty simple. Uh, and move with, do something that would actually complement a Raspberry Pi very nicely, or in fact, any other device that you have that you might need to charge. Now, we're all sort of living in the lightning to USB-C transition right now. We probably all have devices that have uh, a blend of different uh, cables. And so that's why, and this is a, by the way, this is a Kelly G uh, recommendation. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably taking some of her some of her territory but i'm going to do it anyway well uh, that's why i like signed up faster signed up faster a gift guide. that's why i like the rolling square uh in charge xl cable which is i i have an example of right here so as long as it's not too blurry i can show you so this is a this is the usb cable but it's a little bit different first of all it comes with this convenient cap to keep the uh the plugs together and the plugs actually snap together magnetically so they're always going to be aligned here now you can see this is a USB-A connector, typical USB-A, and we have lightning on the other end. But what if I don't want lightning? Well, now it's USB-C on that end. And what if I don't want USB-A on this side? Well, now it's USB-C on that end. So it is a fully, it is the transformer, more than meets the eye, of charging cables. Um, it is worthy of note that this is not a USB 3.0 full-speed data cable. It will transmit data at the 480 uh, kilobits, 480 megabits, excuse me, of uh, USB 2.0. But it is perfectly suited for all sorts of charging scenarios. I've used it to charge my laptop. I've used it to charge my iPad. I've used it to charge my phone, my AirPods, pretty much everything except my watch. Uh, and it is uh, these come in a variety of lengths and sizes. There's a little pocket size one, keychain size one. There are um, the the long two meter ones, but highly recommended. Um, they're a little on the pricey side. Not going to lie, you're not going to get one of these for less than twenty or thirty dollars. 
but they are extremely versatile. And especially if you're going through a situation where maybe one member of the family has upgraded to an iPhone 15 and it's USB-C charging all the way, uh, but another family member is still on an older phone or you've got AirPods that you want to charge, having this transformer cable is a big help. So that is the InCharge XL from Rolling Square. You can find it on Amazon, most of your vendors, or just go to rollingsquare.com. I have one of those. Kelly spent my money too. (laughs) Kelly spent your money too, the shorter version. (laughs) They're awesome. Uh, When Kelly tried to spend my money, she's like, check this out. I I held mine up and I went, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say that what was funny about this is she told me about it. And told me on our show, on, on the after show, I said, oh, cool. And I went and looked it up and said, why does the name of that company sound so familiar? And it turns out I was on the Kickstarter for their other product, the AirCard, which is a an AirTag in the, in the business card form factor. But I had oh. forgotten the name of the company. So I, of course, I had heard of them before. It's like, oh, it's the AirCard people. So <laughs> now I have two of their products. Yeah, I, I've got the, the the one you mentioned, like the keychain one. Um, I saw them at CES last year. And the one thing you didn't say about them is that they are not only super versatile, but they are incredibly well made. I mean, I, tough, I'm not yeah. quite going to say indestructible because I'm sure if you took a blowtorch to it, there's mm. a you could probably do some damage. But beyond that, you're going to have a hard time doing much damage to this. It is just yeah. so, so well made. So right I think they, you. I think they, I think they had a photograph or, or a video of somebody using one of the longer cables to like lash cargo to a, to a van or something. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just pretty indestructible. Yeah. 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 Great pick. Great pick. Um, I got very serious with the first round. So I'm going to try to get a little more into the holiday spirit with the second round and tell you that you should go before you do any Christmas decorating, you should go and check out Twinkly app-controlled lights. Um, I'll have a link in the show notes to 157 feet of Christmas lights with 600 um, LEDs. The great thing about these is that it's not just, you don't just program them to blink or whatever. Um, You use your iPhone to take a picture of the lights lit. The iPhone identifies then the exact location of each light, and then you can paint the 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 lights with anything you want you can use some of the pre-programmed uh things that they have or you can create your own designs with all kind of colors and you do it right on the phone and i will have links in the show notes because this has to be one of my favorite demos that i ever saw at ces because they they were showing they had a whole lot of Christmas trees set up and I thought yeah right you know okay let's talk to these people and I was blown away by what you could do with this uh, it is it, they are not inexpensive to be fair but I guarantee you that they will be the envy of the neighborhood because of what you can do with these and you can change it at a moment's notice with a swipe of a finger so and you can find them I think I know you can find them in Lowe's I think they're probably in Home Depot definitely on Amazon. But when if you're out shopping for Christmas lights, look for Twinkly before you do anything else. I remember I was with you. I was still, my very very first CES in 2020, and we saw them for the first time. They were great. Yeah, I'm still tr- trying to get my head around the idea of you take you put up the lights basically at random, 
you take a picture of them with your phone, your phone identifies them, and then you have a digital twin of your physical lights on your phone that you can paint. Wow. Yep, it is. This is really cool. They're HomeKit compatible, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And since we saw them for the very first time, I've Dave, honestly, I forgot you were there for that show. Um, But since we saw them for the first time, they've expanded into all kinds of different iterations of this. But they all have the same capability. And they just are – it takes a lot for me to say something is really amazing. But these are really amazing. So go and decorate your house. That and is then, yeah. bananas. Yeah, it bananas. is. It really is. It is. It really is. David, Jeff, and Mike are back next time to finish up Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number one and try to cost me money. Let's see if they succeed. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you next time. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.